0: enjoy being comfortable in your body because it's already hard enough and your body size doesn't freaking matter so yeah fuck that get yourself some comfortable clothes welcome to the caroline schmidt podcast i'm your host caroline and this is the stripped naked version of my life this podcast is here to inspire to support you and to learn together on here i share my raw stories of my life my wins and failures all about energy healing spirituality and consciousness and most importantly on how to better your mental health i hope you enjoy and let's get into it hello and welcome back to the Caroline to me podcast i'm your host caroline if you're new here welcome 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 today i'm going to share 10 things i would do differently in pregnancy and postpartum to have a better time enjoying both of them and a faster recovery. So let's get into it. Number one is that I would focus more on working out. Working out in pregnancy and working out postpartum. Now I would focus more especially on workouts for the perennial floor during pregnancy because I believe maybe that it would shorten my peeing myself era by a bit. I know for a lot of women, it's common to pee yourself if you sneeze, if you cough, whatever. But I have never heard other women talk about this. In the beginning, I would pick up something and it would not even be that heavy because also in the beginning, you shouldn't lift as heavy or not heavier than your baby. And I would pick something up and I would pee myself. Um. So yeah, that was a very noble era in my life <laughs> so I would focus more on working out for the perineal floor to so focus um, on that body part and also do more workouts in general during pregnancy because in the last two months of being pregnant I was very bored and annoyed because I was getting heavy I was out of breath all the time i was of course tired i would like get up in the morning i would eat breakfast and then like nap for like two hours and then of course you're hungry and i would be just like annoyed by the state that i'm still pregnant of course your baby which is good you know like your baby needs a certain time to develop and i'm very lucky that I was pregnant for that long because that meant that my baby could use the womb, the space in my body for as long as he needed to, so still I was just like fed up with this entire situation so in the end I was like lying on the sofa watching TV for way too many hours which I would now do differently, just like to enjoy the time more and to do if it is like if you're going to have your first child just like to enjoy the time by yourself because you won't get it as fast back or in i don't believe or that no i believe that you won't have that much me time for a very very long time in your life and you should enjoy it and not just like watch TV or scroll on your phone. Number 2, prioritize me time during postpartum. I think it's a very necessary discussion to have with your partner where I know if you're like if you're expecting your first child, you have no idea also, like, if you're talk with other parents, like, we did that too. And they told us, like, enjoy your time uh, with with each other, like, do things because you won't have um the chance or, like, as quickly afterwards. And your partner time, your relationship time will be very timed on a schedule. So enjoy that. And of course, I, we listen to these people and everything, but I could have never imagined the reality of being parents, and how much energy it, and how much of like you, of like selfless, selflessness it takes to raise a child. So having a discussion with your partner that you need daily, okay? At least five times a week, five out of seven days, you need time for yourself. And if you decide to breastfeed, I breastfed my baby. In the beginning, you are a milking machine and you are like a magnet that the baby is always or most of the time around you. And it can be very difficult, not only because your is around you for so many hours of the day, But also because I feel, or at least it was with me, I felt I was obligated to be around my baby all the time, to do stuff in the household, to do stuff for the family all the time. And then the time for myself, for like, okay, I'm going to do my nails or like just things that are not basic hygiene or like cooking myself a nice meal or not even cooking myself a nice meal, but just like ordering food and watching a movie or like whatever, like plan a play date with your friends who maybe also have a child. If not, they can just like come over, tell them to bring snacks. Okay. That's my entry ticket into our home. If someone comes over, I always tell them, please bring snacks. And then they bring snacks and you don't need to worry about maybe you haven't eaten as much. So sometimes eating snacks is better than nothing. And also if you like go and sit on the toilet, I mean lids down and then you. And just like breathing for 10 minutes, have a good cry if you need it. But like shutting a door and being by yourself in a space is necessary the third point on my list is meal prepping and not meal prepping like okay I have like two three meals whatever in the freezer no your freezer is going to be full of meals like I am talking about 20 different meals because you don't want to eat the same thing all the time your freezer is the existence of your freezer is because of your pre-cooked meals Okay, if you like, you can also pre cook pasta and rice. I think you can freeze it and then eat it, that it's still enjoyable, and put that into like a container. Okay, if you do have container, have like plastic bags. I don't know, not the most environmental thing to do, but meal prep the fuck out of your freezer. And you can already start doing that very early. You do not need to start it in the eighth or ninth month of pregnancy. And to the entire food subject, ask people when they come over to bring food. Like, I'm not kidding. I am someone who has a lot of issues with asking for help because I don't want to be a burden. And I did that very seldomly, Seldom whatever um not that often which then i was like i needed to cook more by myself or i will order food whatever so i would ask um i think in america this is very common like to do in pregnancy to prepare a meal train it's called um that you have several friends and like friend number one cooks Um, I don't know, three meals and they bring it then. And then the other friend cooks it. So every friend like cooks a little, but then in the end you have a lot of meals together, which you can just like stock in your fridge and your freezer. Because postpartum, you just want to save every little bit of energy. And you're going to be so grateful that you just need to take it out of the freezer, heat it up, and you can eat. Point number four, knowing that breastfeeding does not come naturally. I had so much pain in the beginning with breastfeeding where I told myself, okay, I'm going to breastfeed for two weeks and I'm going to breastfeed for three weeks. And then end of the third week, it got a little better and I was like, okay, I'm going to breastfeed for five weeks or something or until six weeks, whatever. I would give myself small goals. Okay, I'm just going to breastfeed for one week longer and one week longer and so on. And with time, it got better. But in the beginning, when I was, for example, breastfeeding on my right side, I was having pain from my boob into the entire arm, into my pinky, where I thought someone was stabbing me with a knife. And that more than 10 times a day for like 10 to 30 minutes. To reduce those pains, I would in pregnancy prepare much more and inform myself more about breastfeeding on different techniques. So on different, um, like how you're holding your baby because in different positions, how your baby is it will hurt less and sometimes in the beginning these are very strange p- positions but they're so much more comfortable that you don't even like realize that you're breastfeeding which is basically the goal <laughs> that you don't have any pain and it's like more on the enjoyable side that you can bond with your baby you can enjoy that skin-to-skin contact So I'll prepare more with like, I had like a nipple cream, but um, then my baby would not lash properly. So I had to change up the cream and whatever. Organize some nipple shields. They're made out of silver. They're very anti-inflammatory. So the good stuff and inform yourself how you're going to breastfeed. So are you, do you want to use a pump? If yes. Get to know the milk pump before giving birth so you have time to know okay to learn how the machine works to learn how to put all the things onto your boobies okay learn how to do that so you do not have to do it postpartum again you have enough things to do and too little energy and the nerves and too little sleep and too little food everything too little of the resources for you to be learning the new stuff so do that before and it'll be easier after number five is to get yourself more comfortable clothes you will be in postpartum sweat you are going to sweat or at least me i was sweating like crazy um postpartum sweat is a thing you're going to be in spit up in milk in pee in poop covered bite so you want to change your clothes because you don't want to smell like a diaper all day long and you also do not want to like do the washing every second day so get yourself more comfortable clothes also like some clothes where you feel like a human and not like a couch potato um and to find appropriate clothes for your body and i was not really comfortable with getting myself clothes in a much larger number needed some time to adjust and also like i was ashamed that i gained so much weight or that i'm not like bouncing back so quickly so i was not buying myself in the beginning new clothes because i just wanted to like fit in my old clothes again especially like with pants You want to be comfortable with a shirt and also like i bought myself um like nursing bras way too late because i thought i would not need them they're much more comfortable than like having to have a war with your bra and like your shirt or your like sweater whatever like get yourself some comfortable clothes and like enjoy Being comfortable in your body because it's already hard enough and your body size doesn't freaking matter. So yeah, fuck that. Get yourself some comfortable clothes. Number six is setting clear roles and expectation, okay? This overlaps a little bit with point number two. So for me time that you sit down, you have a discussion, when is who responsible for the baby so the other one can have time for themselves, but also I'm now mean with chores, just like with everyday tasks, which you just want to have clear set roles that you do not need to have these discussions or even fights later. Number seven is something that I learned just recently is when the baby sleeps, you do things for yourself and not for other people. Okay. When baby sleeps, you can eat, you can sleep, you can do your nails, you can take a shower, like whatever it is. Do only things that are good for your own well being, okay? That you refill your cup. Because you can load the dishwasher when the baby is awake, you can do the washing when the baby's awake, you can do all of that when the baby is awake, okay? What I also started. do is that once every two weeks once a month even we buy a lot of veggies and i cut them down in one day in bags and i put it into the freezer and some of it i will already prepare some food for him so now i don't need to cut i don't need to cook uh, i need to cook but i don't need to cut or clean some veggies if we run out of food for him I just take out the already cut veggies which I for example just did today at lunch that I took some out and we have like this baby food cooker whatever and I love that thing because you can just like pop it in um tell it okay um to cook it for like 10 or 50 minutes how um hard basically the veggies is it's like cauliflower or is it carrots or sweet potatoes and then, in the same machine, you can mix it so it is smooth and ready to, for the baby to eat. Now, doing that when the baby is awake and preparing all of that and not needing to prepare that when he's asleep so that he has food for when he wakes up. So, only do things when baby's asleep that refill your own cup. Number eight is to prioritize time with your partner. We have a weekly date night where we do, every week, we do something different. And it's just like two or three, four hours for ourselves that we can enjoy the time, we can talk, we can like refill the cup of our relationship. But to have that on a regular schedule, I think is super important and we our relationship has been going better since we started implementing this. Otherwise, like you do not want to only be parents. You're also wife and husband or like whatever partnership scenario you have. You want to be in the relationship as well. You're not only parents but you're also relationship if we look at it from the family triangle. And just like doing that is also going to benefit yourself because you will feel like i'm not only mom i'm not only dad but i'm also a partner i can also go back into like being a mom being sweaty being like is not always that attractive but if i go on a date and i can like prepare like I can dress nicely and I know it's not about looks but like if you're in your trainers in your oversized t-shirt all the time it doesn't need to necessarily bring out the sexy person in you so doing that emphasizing partner time I think is very important and will benefit you yourself and your partnership a lot number nine to not stress about sex during pregnancy you have more hormones you maybe want to have more sex and in pregnancy i could have never imagined not having sex for six weeks In the six weeks i think thought about sex like once or twice in the means of i don't want to have it ever again (laughs) and in postpartum i realized that If you're so tired because like you're just not sleeping your energy levels are so low you're not getting any like privacy or like time for yourself or not at least a lot of it there's such a big change in your life in your relationship just like you now as a parent and now that you have given birth just like everything feels different, you don't want anyone, anything down there, Um, like your boobs are now milk machines, they're not like fun things to do, so you're not thinking about it and not like having sex exactly at this like six week appointment, um, I think is so, so normal, and another thing that we're getting now very personal is that for a long time when we started to have sex again it was very painful and not enjoyable at all but because i had the hopes up that at some point it will feel enjoyable again it will be fun again we tried and tried and whatever the thing is still now it does not feel the same like it was in pregnancy or like even before pregnancy. So I think your body, my body, needs so much more time than like social media or society tells us like, yeah, when you have your six-week doctor's appointment, you can go and like fuck the world. Like this is not, I think for many women, the reality, at least for me and like some women i follow for example on tiktok they talked about this very openly like you are like not in the mood you are you just want to like be by yourself you want to have space by yourself you don't want to be touched i was also afraid that it would hurt because giving birth for me was very difficult and painful and i did not want to have that pain again so i just like didn't want to do it and just like knowing that you don't need to stress about sex like it will come when it is the right time when you feel like it again when your partner feels like it again you two are going to have very different libidos relax for everything there is a right time okay there was a time where you were the party girl there was a time now that you're the breastfeeding if you choose to breastfeed that you're the breastfeeding mama okay there's a time where you don't want to have sex there's a time where you want to have a lot of it like everything comes in seasons and let those seasons come and do not pull them to you point number 10 is i think the main one of all is to take more pictures of you with the baby in it take more pictures take more pictures not only of your baby but also of yourself when you are by yourself at home okay you can always make a video of yourself okay put your phone somewhere and then like i don't know like dance with your baby or play with your baby and like be in the camera so these are my 10 tips which i would do differently in pregnancy and postpartum to enjoy both of them more and to have a quicker recovery if you want more of those because I realize I have some more um, advice that I will give myself if I will get pregnant Uh, again, go through postpartum again which right now I don't want to Uh, which is fine, everything has a season as I said comment down below, DM me on Instagram if you have any questions if you want me to talk about a certain topic in pregnancy or postpartum uh, more in detail, you already have a certain topic that I did not touch on at all. Well, as always, energy healing, meditation, spirituality, shamanic work, all of these questions are very welcome. I love talking about them, I love helping you out, your questions, so do that and it will mean the world to me if you could give me a five-star rating on Spotify for the podcast, So it will reach out to many more people so they can also grow and heal together as we are doing. Thank you for listening and see you in the next episode.